What's good, guys? It's your host, Adrian Evans. Welcome to the Black Wealth Media Podcast, where we dive into the stories of black entrepreneurs and we talk about how we can create wealth and build legacy within the black community. Let's get into this episode. That can be performed by someone for a much lower cost. Um, then you're really leaving a lot of money on the table. So leveraging my corporate experience and process documentation and things like that, um, I help essentially implement systems for business owners. So like, it's so funny, man, with the journey, because where we first started, you know, we were helping people who like didn't have an invoicing system or, you know, these very kind of basic things that are needed for a business. Um, we were helping people do that. We were helping them document processes so that way they can hire people and hand off work and, you know, free up their time as a business owner. Um, you know, we, our goal was to free up people's time so that that way they had a business and they were a CEO and not just someone who was self-employed, you know, working 50, 60 hours a week, if not more, um, so that's where we started, man. And like now we're slowly transitioning just to, you know, where we can provide the most value, man. We're slowly transitioning to like a digital agency where we essentially um, leverage automation and like um, Facebook ads, maybe even like leveraging the virtual assistants as well yeah. um, to do like outbound messaging and things like that. And so now we just help people get clients, man. We just help people grow. Um yeah, man, because it's like we were offering too much. And I think that's something that we struggle with as entrepreneurs. It's like when we come out the gate, we try to do everything and we try to serve everybody. Definitely, definitely. And, yeah. And, and that's OK at first. You know, like a lot of people will try to smash you. But like we, we're, we're figuring it out. We got to figure out what our niche is, what we're good at doing, um, where we provide the most value. So it's, it's completely OK to go through that phase. It's just not OK to stay in that phase. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, man, we're slowly transitioning to this digital agency focused on um, B2B, you know, focused on specifically B2B service providers. And, and things have been killing, man. We're, we're on pace to probably hit our biggest month. And, you know, I'm also feeling like my time is freeing up, too. Like, I feel like I was definitely going through some stressful periods, like just dealing with bad clients. And just like trying to figure it out, man. So that's what we do now. And we're definitely about to hit like another level probably over the next few months. Like, yeah, you know, I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Speaking of bad clients, man, I'm curious, like, how do you know when you have a bad client and then when you do and that makes you like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure having a bad client can be a stressful situation. Oh, man, How do you kind of like <laughs> fire that client or just like get rid of them? How does that work? Man, it's like, it's tough, man, because you can't, like, you can't really fire them, you know? It's like, and it's funny, man, because even if you can have a bad experience with a client, sometimes in their eyes, they think it's the greatest thing ever. You know, they think, yeah. like, this is the most perfect relationship. And it's like, no, it's, it's bad. And you try to fire them, and they won't even let you. You're like, hey, I want to give you a refund. I'm not giving you the service you provide. And they're like, yeah. no, 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 it's okay. Like, let's keep going. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But honestly, man, you know, you got a bad client. One is like when, when it's time to pay, man, when they, when they devalue, you know, what you're offering, you know, that is so big. And I think everyone always talks about price, price, price. And, you know, like it, it's kind of true, you know, like, especially when you are providing a service that actually provides a ton more value than the price that you're charging, especially when it comes to high ticket, because we do high ticket pricing, you know, for what we do is it's extensive. It requires us to get hands on. So it has to be high ticket. Yeah. Um, so one is like price, man. Like if someone is struggling, like some of my worst clients were like people that tried to like break the program up and say, I only want this piece. Can I decrease the price for that? And me being like new and just wanting to grow the business. I'm like, sure. And then they ended up being like the biggest headaches. You know, they took up most of my time. Um, so you can kind of sense like a bad client, man, when you drop your price, especially if you have a, a proven solution. It's different if you're new and you're trying to figure things out. But if you have a proven solution that actually provides value and people are like complaining about the price and things like that. What's going on, guys? I just wanted to come up here real quick and say thank you to those that have been continuing to listen to the Black Wolf Media Podcast. I really appreciate you. You have no idea, but I do need your help. If you guys find value in the content that is being produced, I need you to share this with your friends, your family, your neighbors, and your coworkers. It, it doesn't matter. Also, on whatever platform you guys are listening to, leave comments and give me a star rating. Let me know what you dislike. Let me know what you did like. And also, you can you guys can even suggest what you guys want me to talk about on some of my future episodes. Again, guys, like I said, I want to add more value, but I do need your help to grow this show. Now, let's get back into this episode. Peace. That's the first sign. That's that's the yeah. first sign. Um, the next sign, man, is like people that just don't do the work. Like you give a client some work and they don't do it and it prevents you from doing the job. And then you have to extend the time that you're working with that client as a result of them not kind of doing what they signed up to do. And so yeah. that can be heavily frustrating, especially as a new entrepreneur who's trying to grow their business because you're kind of stuck and can't really move on to another client and, and gain some capacity to take on new clients. Um, so I want to say that's huge, man. And then sometimes too, like sometimes clients are way too busy, like, and it's not necessarily like their fault completely. Cause you kind of knew that when you were taking them on, but like something I like to do in my program, man, is I ask, like, do you have the time to commit to at least one hour a day to, to, to be in this program? You know, like, even though it's a do it for you solution, do you have time for us to like, have a like just a touch base to talk about things or if we request information do you have time so that's it's really important man to have a vetting process and like it's, it's so important to just not take anybody man like we got to start telling people no if they're not a good fit for our program because all it does is create a bigger headache at the end of the day and, and i can really say that from from personal experience yeah yeah man um so it's kind of like you guys qualify clients for your company Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily like um, it's not necessarily like them qualifying you, um, right. which, which I think is pretty cool because, you know, it's like a different dynamic. Most people, mm -hmm. um, you know, it'll be like, are you qualified to work with me? Um, right. Even though you guys are throwing out the high ticket price it's not just like anybody can work with us, which I think is pretty solid. Um, mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. my next question, man, is like. 
when you guys got that first high ticket client, man, what was it like throwing out that price? You know, whatever it may be. And I'm even curious to know, like, what was your first high ticket price? <laughs> man, that's such a good question, bro. Such a good question, man. Like, it's so funny when I first started, I probably changed my program like 20 times, like no yeah. five. Um, and it started off as just coaching and just kind of telling people what to do, man. It was, I, I did it for like a thousand bucks. Like, and this was like, like July of last year, you know? So it was like a year ago. Yeah. Um, and that's funny, man. It's been a year since I've been kind of going at it with this, this entrepreneurship thing. Um, but yeah, man, it was a thousand bucks and it was like horrible experiences simply because, like it was new business owners. They didn't necessarily have all the stuff for it. Right. So like it's a thousand bucks, man. And then I'll tell you what, when the game changed and this is so true. I, I know a lot of people have probably heard this before, but like you can't really charge something that you haven't paid before. So, mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Cause you don't know what that experience is like. You don't know yeah. what it's like to charge four or five. Like you don't know what a four or $5,000 program feels like. So how can you charge that? Right. And so I want to say the first time I did high ticket, man, was like I, I paid a lot of money for a program, dude. Like I paid twelve grand um, for a program, and yeah. just like I don't know what I'm just like I, I couldn't even believe I paid for it. To be honest with you, yeah. I'm like, but I just knew it worked. Like these dudes were so good on the phone. I'm like, these dudes know what they're doing. So when I did that, man, I, I had, you know, I started like trying to charge anywhere from like four to five grand, which is still like extremely low. Yeah. Um, compared to like where we are now. And so we're charging this, this, I remember man, four grand, like I said it and like something that's really important in high ticket sales is like, man, when you give that, when you give that, that price out, like they teach you to just shut up. Like, so yeah. it's like you say what the price is, like you, you do your pitch, everything you say price at the end and you say, this is my price and you got to be quiet. And so, my first experience doing that, man, like the person was just like, okay, like how do I start? You oh know what man. I mean? <laughs> it was easy, man. It was like, it was nuts, but yeah. it was like the good feeling wasn't necessarily about the money. It was like, wow, man, like somebody believed me enough to, to trust me, to pay me this much money. Yeah. Um, and it was just a big confidence booster, man. It, it kind of showed me like what my capabilities were. Um, but then, even then, bro, I still struggle. And it's funny, man, my business. All right, y'all. That's the end of the episode. If you don't mind, do me a little favor and share this with a friend, a family member, neighbor, or a coworker if you got some value from this. Thank you for listening. And be sure to tune into the next episode. Peace.